0: Sharanabhava page 28 discourse in guruvayur on the importance of the vedic mantras elders should and often ask children to learn something new then stand on their own feet and earn their respect the process of learning something new helps exercise the physical and mental being one only needs to look at bharatanatyam dancers and their radiant faces understand and appreciate this truth. In the past, the chanting of Vedic Mantras was one such exercise which prevented diseases and ensured maintenance of good health. The bright faces, physical well-being and resistance to diseases of people who regularly chant Vedic Mantras is further proof of this dictum. Therefore, it is essential that children are taught Vedic mantras, ethics and morals at least once a month or even once a week. In today's world, the one mantra that would be most useful to open the sixth sense of intuition and ensure the well-being of people's livelihood is the six-syllable mantra Sharavana Bhava Sharavana Bhava All mantras must be preceded by the chanting of Om to be effective. On the purpose of realized masters, people seek specialist doctors for different ailments. Mahatma or an elevated soul is one such doctor who can cure internal ailments and cleanse the inner being. The Mahatma knows that everything external is transitory and subject to Maya. And that desire is the root of all problems. Man can attain everlasting peace and experience God only when he realizes this fact and gives up all desires. The job of the Mahatma lies in facilitating this process and makes human beings realize the purpose of their birth. On Spiritual Masters and Avataras The God's avatar incarnate From time to time, to suppress evil, ensure justice and spread the message of God. For instance, if one were to look at the various incarnations or avatars of Vishnu, the punishment for sins gets increasingly severe and pardon less frequent from each successive avatara. For instance, repeated sins in the Narasimha avatara usually meant death. In the Kalki avatara, the punishment would be most severe and direct. For instance, a single sin, like killing of a mosquito, might directly mean a reduction in eyesight. All spiritual masters are incarnations of Lord Subrahmanya. For instance, Shirdi Sai Baba, Babaji, the master of Raghavendra Swami and Raghavendra Swami were avatars. Each avatar of a master has a purpose. Typically, a master takes rebirth only 200 to 500 years after the previous avatar. It is predicted that many avatars and spiritual masters will arrive before 2014 and exhibit miracles. In fact, every state or district will have its share of spiritual gurus. On masters and their dislike of paraphernalia. Realised masters are beyond the comforts of the material world and have no need for external paraphernalia. Their only possessions are a piece of cloth and the danda stick of knowledge. Masters prefer the solitude of the forest also An allegory to the period between two avatars and do not care for the paraphernalia of the outside world. They live in a life of penance, hardship, extreme hunger and thirst and make sacrifices as only then can they understand and take on the pains of other people, also If they started getting conditioned to material comforts there is a danger that they might lose the taste for going back to the forest and it is for this reason that Mahatmas generally refuse to accept the ornamentation given to them by people. On Mahatmas and people A Mahatma is like the soil, people sow a few seeds and the soil gives them bountiful crops Similarly, it is the duty of the Mahatma to give back to people 10 times what they have been given by way of offerings. The Mahatma is like the tower and the devotee is like a mobile phone. Just like the proximity to the tower means better communication, similarly, we must firmly hold on to the feet of the Master for guidance to attain the ultimate goal – good doctors stay only in places where patients cooperate. Similarly, masters continue to live among their disciples and devotees only if the latter are peaceful, patient and control their anger. Mahatmas are omnipresent and always know everything that is happening around the world. People who are aware of this fact tend to abstain from wrongdoings for fear of shame or punishment however just as when something is always by our side we play with it and rarely realize its value and repent only when it leaves us most people realize the value of the mahatma only when he leaves them on account of their poor behavior generally as crowds increase Mahatmas find it increasingly difficult to discipline them, as a result of which, the Mahatma is forced to leave that set of people and move to a place more conducive to the pursuit of his or her mission. On Divine Planning and Destiny God nurtures everybody and arranges for everything. It is preordained destiny by which one comes into contact with Mahatmas. Mahatmas plan everything but always maintain silence, so that the forces of evil do not place obstacles in their path. A famous example of this is the killing of seven siblings before the birth of Lord Krishna. They were killed as a cosmic voice informed the evil king Kamsa each time they were born thereby breaking the silence. Similarly, dangers have been faced in the life of Swami Murali Krishna. The forces of evil always try to obstruct peace and this explains why Mahatmas very rarely disclose their true intentions and often behave in ways that are inexplicable to ordinary human beings. On the role of disciples Everybody has his own preordained duty in life. Similarly, the disciples and devotees of a Mahatma have been accorded various roles to play that have been divinely ordained. For instance, people offer their hard earned money to Mahatmas, and it is the duty of certain disciples to manage these funds and ensure that these funds are not misused or stolen but used for the welfare of people through rendering of certain selfless services. Similarly, the duty of a few disciples whom the master instructs lies in spreading the sweetness and essence of the messages of the master among ever increasing masses of people. Disciples irrespective of their ordained role are like people who can drive but do not know the path or route to the destination. The paths or roads may be of many types but driving is the only skill required. The Mahatma guides the disciples and they only need to have faith and do the driving. However, if they lose faith, and go against the instructions of the Mahatma, the Mahatma will stop guiding them, akin to a person losing his driving license if he fails to adhere by the rules of the state transport authority. Discourse near Pollachi, Part 1. In order to derive value from life, an individual's health, age, which is lifespan, and karma phala, the actions in his karmic bank account from previous lives, all have to be sound. Such an individual will have to need ayurbala, the strength of age and experience, atma bala, self confidence, and karma bala, the strength of good deeds. To lead a meaningful life it does not help to have any one of these domains weak deficient or wanting in any respect why do we pray to god we pray to gain karma bala, the strength of good deeds our actions must glow like the effulgence displayed by light they must not be dim if our actions are not righteous then their fruits are wasted. If our karma is radiant, then we will see growth and progress in our actions. To ensure that our actions are in the right direction, we must pray to a sadguru. The reason why we perform misguided actions is due to the presence of Doshas, influence of negative planetary movements, in our horoscope. For example, if a person has Rahu dosha, deficiency in Rahu, in his or her horoscope, then such a person is likely to face obstacles in his or her path. Such a person will have frequent health concerns. Similarly, if the gaze of Saturn affects a horoscope, such a person will not find peace in family life. You might possess plenty of worldly goods and be the recipient of many pleasures, but you will not be able to secure peace of mind. Or if Mars affects a horoscope, then such a person will experience delays and difficulties in getting married. We pray to God precisely so that the obstacles contained in our horoscopes are successfully overcome. You do not have to visit a temple or set your eyes upon an idol to look for God. Instead you can look into a mirror and you will see God. If you point a finger towards the mirror, then the mirror points the same finger back to you. If the worship in a temple is not performed as per prescribed injunctions and rites, then you can expect the emergence of troubles. These are bound to arise. When worship occurs as it should, then the presiding deity in the temple is pleased. In a similar way, our bodies are akin to a temple. If we coordinate all our activities in due proportion, then we will be able to experience happiness. If something goes wrong with us, Then we will become sad. If everything has to happen or work properly in our lives, it is essential to secure God's blessings. We need to have blessings of the Grahas, the nine planets, for us to be happy and move forward. If you pray to Lord Subramanya, then you will secure the full benefits of the three planets Including Saturn, Rahu, and Mars. These are the three key grahas of Lord Muruga, and if the blessings of these three planets are present, life is secured. Father, Mother, and Guru. If a person has the blessings of these three important entities, then such a person attracts the grace of the Guru, Jupiter. Guru is the Sun. Guru is God. Guru is the Self. When Jupiter is favorably disposed in a horoscope, the difficulties from Saturn are considerably reduced. The different planetary positions determine the causes of happiness and sadness in our lives. When you are walking, and you fall into a pit, then what do you do? You don't sit there and pray. You shout for help or call for help. Similarly, we need to pray to God for help. This is the reason behind Swamiji asking all of you in the audience a similar question. You have all fallen into a well and if you want to be rescued, you need to call God loudly. This is why Swami asked all of you whether you have visited the Parani temple. When you go to the Parani Temple, you shout loudly Hara. And when you go to Shabari Malai, you shout Swami Sharanyapa. Lord Ayyappa, we take refuge in you. You do so, do you not? Why? If you want to climb the mountain temple at Parani, then you need to call Lord Muruga loudly. When you go to Guru Ayur, people are silent because the Guru Ayur temple is situated on plains. Since we are down now on the plains, we have to pray loudly to come up. If you are dining at a table, then you get negative energy. Whereas if you squat with crossed legs and have your food, you get positive energy. Mother Earth transmits positive energy. If you notice pregnant women having problems these days, they are usually due to not sitting on the ground. We will now recite the Subrahmanya Ashtotram containing 108 names of Lord Subramanya. This recitation is meant for each individual as much as the oil lamp that is lit here and the bananas that are offered for worship. God does not need anything. All these candies and fruits are for us. You make payasam or sweet porridge, pongal, a rice dish and fruit dishes. So who is going to consume all this? Swamiji asked the devotees. This is for us. This means that all of you who are assembled here are gods. That is why Swamiji said earlier that you do not have to go and search for God anywhere. We pray to gain Atma Bala. If we do not have mental strength, we will not be able to combat our problems. We will fall. The moment you see a drop of blood, you will faint. Lack of self-confidence will make you incapable of withstanding even the lesser pains in life. If we have Atma Bala on the other hand, we can overcome any difficulty. So if you want and need self-confidence, then you need to perform penance. To obtain physical strength, you need to have food. We need to light a lamp and sit and pray for at least 10 minutes every day. So when you pray in this manner, you gain self-confidence, good vision and good health. This will improve your concentration. So every day for 10 minutes sit on the floor and pray. You need to forget everything around you when you pray. You may do other things the rest of the time but these 10 minutes you have to earn and make time for yourself. Whatever you earn during other times will be there today but not tomorrow. But the 10 minutes that are devoted to prayer that we earn will stay with us throughout our lives. This wealth earned through prayer will stay with you when you navigate every forest in your life. All material wealth stays with you only when you are physically around it whereas spiritual wealth travels with you wherever you go. Therefore, you should go only after whatever stays with you. Therefore, we should go only after what stays with us permanently. That which stays permanently is real and that which is subject to change is unreal. As the Subramanya Ashtotra is being recited, you should not look anywhere, not even at Swamiji. You can concentrate on the Jyoti, the flame of the lamp in front of you, if you want to. We need to concentrate on this Jyoti and recite Om Sharavana Bhava 108 times. The reason we say Om is to energize the nadis or subtle channels in the body. When you sit down, make sure your spine is upright like the Kodimaram, the temple flagpole. Even when you have food, you need to sit straight. If you bend forward, then you will have stomach complaints. When you pray, the index finger of your hands should be folded inside your thumb. The nail of the index finger is placed into the first joint of the thumb. The ring finger and the middle finger are the good fingers and these have to be always with us. Swamiji demonstrates the chin mudra for the left hand and the right hand gesture which involves folding the ring finger and the middle finger inside the thumb. The chanting of the Subhramanya Ashtotram is then completed. A big event has occurred unexpectedly. Swamiji is referring to the reasons that made his visit possible and this is due to the fact that our Maharishis, the great seers, have visited this place in ancient times. Their footprints continue to bless this place. Only in such auspicious places can such events occur, such as the chanting of the Ashtotram. These are Vedic activities and only through such activities can we obtain Moksha, liberation. We do a lot of things to keep our body healthy, but we ignore our spiritual health, namely self-confidence. Om Sharavana Bhava Thus concludes Defu Parayanam